Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Radio app now. For the win. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where every Monday, get one of Jethro's world-famous meal deals. Score! This is Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. Keith Murphy. This is a big, hairy American winning machine. And he fails. I got a guy on the other line about some white walls. I'll talk to you later. It's the Murphy and Andy Show. It's a three and got it. Powered by AD. British Young Cinderella. <laughs> On 1460 KXNO. And now 106.3 FM. It is the Murph and Andy Show, uh, 103 p.m. on a Monday. Start a new week. Glad to have you with us. Uh, 103 p.m. That means Andy's in his, like, seventh hour of fishing today with about another eight or nine to go. That's about right. Uh, he's He's gone all week. He does this every year. Um, gosh, he has such a good time. He always... Always comes back in a new state of mind. It's kind of what you want from a vacation, but that's too much fishing for me. Yeah, he always seems like the he he actually does get rejuvenated. He does like it's it's the thing that we all hope for when we go on vacation, and that I rarely find. I, I think it's uh, just lack of amenities. Like there's <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's Wi-Fi. Nope. There's not uh, nightlife. There's not satellite TV. There's a, a great lake with some great fishing and a bare-bones cabin where you can uh, cook what you caught and talk to your friends yep. and sit around a campfire and, uh, oh, just decompress. Yeah, it's pretty wonderful. Yeah, it is. That, all, that all sounds pretty good. The eight uh, hours of fishing. <laughs> that's a, that's a, a lot. lot of fishing. We, a have, lot. we have many people hear us right now, so that sounds good. Absolutely. Every time, I mean, um, if you're passionate about it, like... Like Bryce's and Andy's always interesting to me because I just I I don't think I would have guessed Andy as an avid outdoorsman. No, definitely. He I mean, we we tend to you know judge books by their cover yes. sometimes, but he like he loves to fish. He does, and he's good at it. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, he and Bryce, their idea they they go over to one of those uh, huge stores that has nothing but outdoors. It just be in there for several hours oh, yeah. and spend a few thousand dollars. Just looking at all the different lures and rigs and oh yeah, they they love that stuff. They do. Uh, I Father's Day yesterday. I uh, the boys, uh, uh, two of our boys, took me to the Flash. Yeah, it's kind of their Father's Day present to themselves. <laughs> I, I think, but you know, I I looked at the movie. There just isn't really anything that that jumps out as something I want to see badly. And this movie had some moments that were wonderful. I mean, starting with Michael Keaton as Batman 30 years later. I've heard he's good. He's great. He's great. And you you find him and he's, you know, this is not a spoiler of any kind, but he's, he's just in the old rundown Wayne Manor by himself been inactive for more than 20 years, long, scraggly hair, uh, barefooted, you know, and then 
he swings into action, gets talked into being Batman again, and he's great. So that's fun. There's some surprises that are fun. But, like, the Flash, especially early in the movie, is just so whiny. Uh, Ezra Miller. Yeah. As Barry, I think. I think Barry is the alter ego of the Flash. He's just so whiny. Um, I, I don't want my superheroes whiny all the time. And then there's two of them. So we have, like, a Back to the Future type deal where he has the younger version of himself, like maybe 10 years younger. And it's one of these where I've I've heard I've listened to a podcast about this and, and read some reviews and they're not good. Um, it's it's like this multiverse where yeah, there's multiple Batman, but since they've never done a Flash movie before, they just have to like have him be all of the versions of the Flash, both versions of the Flash. I don't know how the multiverse works, so some of this did not make sense to me. I got a headache just from some of the non-stop special effects. Well, and I've seen like the director has had to come out and say, I'm, I meant it to look the way it looks. It, it wasn't Cheesy. an accident. It wasn't, yeah. like There are parts of it that people think, oh, they must have run out of money in the special effects budget here. <laughs> I, I, I can see that. And yeah. he's like, no, no, no. It was no, I meant It's that. supposed to look it's like, like a that. comic book. Yeah. And I would remind myself sometimes and be like, okay, it, it's a comic book and, and these stories can be magic. But the multiverse, like, it, isn't it time to stop that? I mean, that I, my my son, uh, Cade, whose movie taste for a young, young guy I trust very much, you know, he has pointed out that the great thing about the across the Spider-Verse a couple of years ago was that it was a great story. Yes. That, you know, the, that it was a good movie. You can't just have people clashing in these various v- multiverses and have it just be great because of that. Now, these big superhero movies have really taken a, a downturn lately. It, it's like they've run out of ideas. And uh, and well, I I went to a movie yesterday. You, you went, did. You went to the wrong. Oh wait, you went to Elemental. I'll bet. No, no. Although that is what one of the kids wanted to see. And that's and a I'm Pixar sure movie, will, right? It is. And okay. it, it looks good. I'm sure it'll be good. Uh, but no, you went to the wrong multiverse superhero movie because went I went and saw Across the Spider Verse, the second Across the Spider Verse. It's, it's wonderful. Oh, good. It's fantastic. Good. Yeah, it's really, really well done. It's a good story. Cliffhanger didn't annoy you? It annoys you a little bit, but since I knew it was coming, uh, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, because beyond, there, there's Into the Spider-Verse, like four years ago, Across the Spider-Verse is the new one, <laughs> okay. and then Beyond the Spider-Verse will be hopefully the conclusion, although you know, at some point they'll just keep making these until, until people stop watching them. I saw a, a lengthy trailer for the new Indiana Jones, Dial of Destiny, and... I'm in. I know there's some really flat buzz yeah. on that movie, but those 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 are kind of like comic book movies. They are. You have to suspend some disbelief when you see an Indiana Jones movie. It it looks fun. It looks I'll like go. they're really trying to make up for the last one and like really <laughs> yeah. give fans what they want on this one. I need to revisit that and see if what what was the name of that? That was um Something with aliens. Yeah, it, it was with aliens, Indiana Jones, and... Crystal Skull. Crystal Skull, yes. I, I have I, I have a couple of friends who say, it's not as bad as you think. You just, you're riding the, yeah. the first three, you like and you go into it, and you think, oh, man, I'm really let down. This isn't Raiders of the Lost Ark, but uh, I don't know if I believe that. It still has Shia LaBeouf swinging from tree branches. <laughs> 
in the jungle, whatever that was. All right, that is uh, enough of that. Let's get to the one at one. The one at one. One point one. With Murph and Andy, powered by Kaberski Brothers Lawn Care. Uh, Wyndham Clark. Who? Wyndham Clark wins the U.S. Open. A.D., did you know Wyndham Clark before this week? Never heard the name before. No, I saw somebody on Twitter that said, oh, Wyndham Clark, they had a clean rooms and a nice breakfast when I stayed there last weekend in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, they, they, the breakfast comes with the lodging, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. that's, uh, that's right. And you can... Uh, I, I, I didn't know who this guy was. Um, I'm sure... Hardcore golf fans knew who he was, but he had only won once and, on and the I, tour. I wasn't rooting for him, but he he became a story that was hard not to to cheer for as as it went on. Yeah, we would learn about him that his uh, his his mom had died of cancer, and uh, you know he, all the grinding he had done on the tour is, is is a common story. Ricky Fowler controlled the first three rounds. This is a guy with a reputation for being a nice guy and good to fans. And I mean, I don't know Ricky Fowler, but I've always found him likable. Yes, uh, the kids always thought he was cool. So got that fashion sense. Yeah, yeah, he. Uh, he he had the lead after each of the first three rounds, or co-lead. He looked poised to finally win his first major, but he just couldn't close. And then Rory McIlroy made a big move. He's out there, a good seven, eight feet left of the hole. Perfect. What a read and stroke. Well done. And a great start for McIlroy. Yeah, that is... NBC audio there, Dan Hicks on the call. And NBC, in their coverage of the U.S. Open, I'm glad to say uh, they talked quite a bit about the messiness of the live announcement and the PGA Tour live announcement merger, whatever you want to call it. They didn't ignore it, no. which which is good. I'm glad they did that. McElroy, as you know, is not an American uh, but after being thrown under the bus by the PGA Tour, despite carrying the loyalty water, uh, millions of Americans rooted for him, even in the U.S. Open, which yes. normally you're rooting for an American to win the U.S. Open. But McElroy couldn't quite make the big shot when he needed. And though Wyndham Clark did wobble, and they're down the stretch there, I thought that this yes. guy is going to choke this up. I mean, it really the, felt like it. The nerves are really hitting, but but he did finish. To win by one stroke over Rory McIlroy. Now the stage is clear for Wyndham Clark, yeah! who takes down all the stars in Los Angeles to win the United States Open. Uh, yeah, he he uh, was really emotional. He was. I mean, you see that on on Father's Day, but this seemed. This uh, with the U.S. Open Father's Day. This just seemed more like it was emotional because he couldn't believe he was winning a major. I mean, this guy had won once on the tour. And you're right down the stretch. He, he wobbled. He had a couple of bogeys, un, uncharacteristic. I think one of the holes he was like the only bogey all day on that hole. Uh, and you know he's the last guy to play it coming coming down the the stretch trying to win a major. And Rory kept getting close. He was playing well, but he just didn't have that like magical shot. He needed that one big putt, that one close approach, whatever it was, to get himself a birdie and and, and get this to a tie. And he just never never quite had it. And I feel like we've said that with Rory McIlroy yes. a half dozen times in the past 
however long it's been since he won a it's major. Been about nine years. Nine years. Yeah, I think okay. 2014 was his 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 fourth and and most recent major. But doesn't he? Ha- I thought he had more than four. I think he's got four. I think he won the PGA twice, the U.S. Open, and the British Open each once, and hasn't won the Masters. Okay, because he-, he won four in like a. Con- I mean, it was a, like a three year span. He won four majors. Jeez, and yeah. Then, he and Spieth both yeah. got off to those incredible yeah, starts. Yeah, like, okay, here we go. And it became like throwdowns questions. Will they catch Tiger? <laughs> yes. no, no, this is really hard. Um, it's hard to maintain. And he's yeah. the drought continues for him. And it was one of those things I was watching with my wife last night because it was so late. And, uh, and I really wanted Rory to win this uh, for a lot of different reasons. I asked him throwdowns, I think, earlier last week, who would be more interesting to win, you know, Rory or Phil. I really wanted Rory to win, and with him being that close. And then, you know, towards the end of a major, you like to see the second-place guy kind of make that move. And, um and so I'm cheering pretty hard for him, and I'm I'm okay with Wyndham Clark kind of choking this away. And, but they keep talking about him, and they keep showing know, him. And know. you know, my wife starts being like, we, she's like looking him up. Well, we we like this guy, right? He's an American. And seems he's, like a know, nice yeah, guy. I'm like, it's the U.S. Yes, Open. Sure, sure. Wyndham Clark is fine. It's it was just one of those things where it's like I didn't want to root against him, but I was rooting for somebody else. It's it's that weird thing in golf where. Uh, in order for your guy to win, other people have to kind of mess up. But in the end, when he he won, he was so emotional, and they talked to him afterwards. It was it was cool to see. Yeah, it was cool. It's Clark's second win, including a, this included a winning purse of nearly four million dollars. Uh, his sister's first words on the green in the celebratory hug. So much money. That's so much money. And it's... <laughs> She's right. She's right. She is. Uh, now, this immediately has happened so frequently in so many different ways. Got a got off to a rough start on social media as people just assume this was his girlfriend yes. or his wife, and and you know just all she cares about. All she cares about is money, and you know the sister seems to care a little bit about the money too. <laughs> it's does. a lot of money, but. It, it it I believe was his uh, sister. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a life changing oh. thing that just happened to him, and obviously the the money is a big big part of that. Um, but you know now he's a, a major winner and will be invited to. I don't think he's ever played in the Masters. He will for sure now. The money um, changes just beyond the nearly four million there. There, it, yeah, exponentially across the rest of his career. Yes, there's more money to be made because he's won a major, and now he probably doesn't have to worry about you know. Being on tour for the next several years, sponsorship. He can, yeah, he yeah. Can, this guy he had a shirt it. you couldn't even read who his right. sponsor was. Right, it was like it was like it was uh, sewn at home or something. <laughs> but that will not be the case next time. I really enjoyed having this prime time option, and NBC on Saturday was noon to ten p.m. So you could join at any time of the day. You're looking for the leaders, of course. It was prime time. And then last night, or yesterday, Father's Day, noon to 9 p.m., we talked a little bit about this last week, but I'm for more of this. Now, I know the Open Championship, what we think of as the British Open, that's not possible. That's that's going to be the morning here. So that's kind of the opposite of what I'm looking for. And the Masters is is not changing. That's in Georgia, and they're going to do what they want to do, and they're not setting up lights at Augusta National. You can be (laughs) sure of that. So that leaves the, uh, the the PGA Championship and the U.S. Open, and I do hope that in the future they will look to have one or the other of these 
on the West Coast or even in the mountain time zone where you could take this up to maybe 9 p.m. Uh, or so. I, I just thought it was I thought it was great. And at a time where broadcast television like NBC, where we work over at uh, WHO, they're looking for programming and nothing is stronger than live sports as long as it's not the live tour. You're looking for live programming. It beats a game show that these uh, networks are putting on more and more because it's so cheap to do. Uh, I I hope they do more of this. I'm not sure. I'd I'd like to know if I'm alone. Do you agree? I don't. You don't want to see this in prime time? No, I mean, if if it's one major tournament a year uh, or one every couple of years, I'm okay with that. You don't want one a year. I I really don't. Um, and, And I'd... We're all, you know, victims of our circumstance. And so there is a time in my life, and hopefully there will be a time in my life again, where something like this would be great. But for where I am right now with young kids and bedtimes and bath times and things like that, it just, it just got in the way. And like yesterday afternoon, we had gone to the movie. We had played outside for a while. We come inside to just kind of relax. And it's about 4.30 and I turn on the U.S. Open and the leaders hadn't even teed off yet. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm not, I don't care to watch this. I don't care enough about it to watch the guys who are going to finish 40th come in on the back nine. I really just wanted to see the last three or four groups. And that's the time for decades I've been conditioned that, hey, if I turn a major on at 3.30 in the afternoon on a Sunday, I'm going to watch the final hour and a half or two hours of this tournament. Um and so again, I, I watched last night after bedtime and after all that, I kind of tuned in and saw the last four or five holes. Um, not your preference. It though. just wasn't my preference. Okay, no, I've, that's I've, fair. Been, I've been conditioned to watching golf in the early evening for pretty much my whole life, and, and that's where I like it. All right, let's, uh, let's try a quickie poll from WCI Pools and Spas at Murph underscore Andy on Twitter. Would you like to see more majors in prime time? Yes or no? Yes for me. I think a lot of people say yes. It seemed you, like, it was, okay. I, it seemed like it, was, it was pretty popular. Uh, Murph and Andy show here on 106.3 KXNO. Also over the weekend, uh, Bob Huggins, 69 years old, resigned as West Virginia's basketball coach. Hall of Fame career. He was arrested in Pittsburgh uh, after police saw his uh, black SUV blocking traffic just before 8.30 p.m. So this was not like after a bar crawl or anything. This is 8.30. Um, the vehicle had a shredded tire. It was flat. Uh, driver's door side was open. I mean, picture all this in your mind. Uh, police say they advised Huggins to move the vehicle off the road, but they saw he was having trouble comprehending what to even do there. So the officers believed he was drunk. They questioned him, requested field sobriety tests. He failed all of those. They gave him a, a, a breath test. His blood alcohol level was 021 uh, that's twice the legal limit, more than twice the legal limit in Pennsylvania. He's had a, a previous uh, drunk driving back in 2004 when he was the head coach at Cincinnati. He ends up resigning. He was already on zero tolerance for a, a really embarrassing radio show appearance where we we tried not to let speculation run away, but it, it seemed like as he was talking, he wasn't aware that he was on a radio right. show, which doesn't excuse the the you know the the homophobic slurs that he said a couple of times. It was almost like this is an a, an older guy who has you know used these words for most of his life. Probably knows he can't 
publicly use them anymore and shouldn't, but he, it's almost like he thought that he was having a conversation with these close friends of his and somehow forgot it was going out over the air. I mean, that's how it came off yes. to me. Yes. I don't know for sure, but that's the way it felt. He apologized, took a big pay cut, um, handled it well, but now with this, he he resigns and uh, he's done. I, I think as you, if you look into it, I won't go into great detail here, but this sounds like it's a minor miracle he didn't kill someone driving or himself. He it appears not only they was really drunk, but this they found beer cans all over the car on yeah, the floor the in a bag in the trunk. Yes, he apparently had no idea where he was or he, how he, he had gotten there. Another good point. He, he thought he was in a different state. Yeah, yes, um, according to police. Yeah, reading the police report, it's yeah, it's it's and heroin. It, You're right. It's lucky black, that it reads as though he's blackout drunk. Yes, and has and been for a long time. And he's still driving. Doesn't yes. know what state he's in. Doesn't know where he is. Had said he had just been at Burger King. He found the receipt. It was from like one thirty in the afternoon in a different city. Seven hours earlier. Yeah. So this, this to me, um, screams out for help. Yes. Uh, before worrying about whether he ever coaches basketball again, and he may not at his age, um, but he he certainly is a great coach, and it's important to remember his players seem to be fear. At least most of them are fiercely loyal to him and love him, and and it doesn't always come across in in the media. Uh, he doesn't always come across in the media as a lovable guy, but some of it is Andy and I have been entertained by Huggy being Huggy, Huggy Bear just doing whatever he feels like putting that stool out on the court, whatever he wants. But a lot of his players really seem to love him. And what he needs is is to get his health together. I mean, this is uh, – it, it, it seems really – With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fortunate that he, he didn't kill somebody or, or himself. So get help. Uh, he says he, he's going to do that. He's going to concentrate on his health. You do that for yourself and for your family first. And then, you know, maybe somewhere down the line we'll see a different Huggy Bear. And uh, he'll emerge and be a coach again or a consultant or something like that. I, I just, this doesn't feel like kick a man when he's downtime. This no. This seems to me like a real problem. Absolutely. Yeah, this was the dark story over the weekend. Uh, all right, coming up next on the Murph and Andy show, um, there's so many to pick from, but we'll we'll just pick one nasty letter from a Nebraska fan after last week's uh, tongue-in-cheek Murphy's Law, which, uh, man, not everybody took it well, so it's, uh, it's letter time. Pacific. Back on the Mervyn Andy Show, 106.3 KXNO. 
Uh, alongside Andrew Downs, we call him AD. Uh, I'm Keith Murphy. Uh, last night, uh, another another sound off. Uh, by the way, John Sears with just a really vulnerable, heartfelt tribute to his yeah, uh, dad who really died well done. recently. Because it, John, like like many of you out there, his. Uh, many people had this U.S. Open bonding experience on Father's Day, you know, with their dad and and John more than most. And he, boy, he uh, he talked about that and got a little choked up on air, which I've never seen from John. And uh, it was uh, it was it was very good. If you haven't seen it, it's it's worth watching. I, I know, like the first first feedback we got was things I didn't expect in life. Uh, watching sound off and crying while John Sears gives a commentary, but it was it was so well done. Now last week, a very different commentary for me and Murphy's Law was on Nebraska, uh, quote unquote, slumming. The Big Ten announced when USC and UCLA join the conference next year, it will do away with divisions. Omaha World Herald sports writer Tom Chattel writes, quote. This is the world Nebraska lives in now. It beats slumming in the Big Ten West. Bring it on. End quote. Slumming? Slumming is defined as a period of associating with people or engaging in activities with a status below one's own. This is the leaking rusted pot calling the kettle black. No single team did more to give the Big Ten West a black eye than national brand Nebraska. Nebraska finished in the bottom three of the West six straight seasons. Big Ten West titles, zero. Nebraska lost 18 more Big Ten West games than it won. Big Red had a winning record against just one West team, Illinois, and that was five and four. Zero and eight versus Wisconsin, two and seven against Iowa, including one win desperately needed on Black Friday. For a real rivalry, it takes balance and suspense. Seven straight wins had Hawkeye fans yawning. Husker fans deserve better. This past season, with Cooper DeGene and Sam Laporta out, and the worst offense in Iowa history, Nebraska did the Hawks a favor and kept them out of another championship game against Michigan. Plus, since Nebraska hasn't been to a bowl in so long, This was the closest thing, and you could see how much finally beating Iowa meant to the Huskers. Now, I know this is just one respected journalist doing his job preaching to the choir, but this is the Church of Denial, Our Lady of Perpetual 90s. Maybe Tom's joking or trolling. It's hard to take Nebraska slumming seriously when the Huskers haven't had a winning season since the Obama administration. Cries of Go Big Red replaced by whispers of, thank God for Rutgers. Maybe Matt Rule can turn it around. He comes with good credentials, like Scott Frost and Mike Riley and Bo Pelini and Bill Callahan and Frank Solich. Nebraska will never forget or let us forget its five national championships. Minnesota claims seven, and fans used to do the same thing, but eventually everybody died off. All right, so that's <laughs> <It's> great. <laughs> uh, that was, thank you. That was from last week. I, I mean, I've got a, I've got a, uh, a, a sparkle in my eye, tongue somewhat in the cheek. I mean, I'm, it, I'm having fun. It's just, it's, it's kind of 
joking, but with facts. You know, there's no there's no anger there. It's not serious. It's sports, and the facts are what they are, and and uh, that was fun. But I I forgot. I know Andy knows, and Scott Sipker knows. I forgot how much Nebraska fans will come after you hard after something like this. So the first. It came to be this, I think, mostly disingenuous thing where they were were worried about Tom Chattel. Uh and I was like, I what are you talking about? I called him a respected journalist. I said I'm not sure if he's joking or trolling. Right. I because I don't know. I, I really don't know. And it was a lengthy article and that was just one sentence in there, but it was just irresistible to see the word slumming. <laughs> When you've been the weakest team in that division, that's not slumming. You know, that's like having the uh, worst house in the neighborhood and then being upset with the neighborhood not having more value. Exactly. You know, so it 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 didn't fit at all. But I don't I don't know Tom, but I certainly did not attack him. I was respectful of him, and I still don't know what his intention was. But it was I was just having fun. But since you can't refute the facts other than to maybe talk about the five championships, but then that's kind of muted a little bit by the end where it's pointed out Minnesota has seven, but they don't really talk about that anymore because they're, you know, they're not around anymore. Uh, It's just, I'm having fun, but a whole man Uh, of the many letters and and emails and text messages I received. I'm going to go with one. His initials are BR, I'm not going to give his name, even though I give him a great deal of credit for putting his name on it. For sure. And then we were able to look him up because you immediately get curious. Is this a real person? Yes, exactly. It is. It is. And like many people, uh, that always surprises you on social media, his photo uh, is of him and a, what looks like a lovely family at church. There's, yes. there's the wife. And three kids, and they do. They look like a nice family. And I'm sure when his trigger's not tripped, he's probably a nice guy. But uh, this letter was something. So um, here we go. You're a f***ing dumbass scumbag. Talking s*** about fans of a college football team. All because one person choose to use the word slumming. You, sir are seriously a piece of shit. You are so irrelevant in this world that you have to try to pick on fans and a football team to make ratings. You are a loser. Have a blessed day. Not. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. D- oh my gosh. That's... 
That's yeah. going all in. Yeah. Yep. That's uh, well. First of all, it's it's not a ratings period, so it was this was not a ratings move. It's funny how that's always something people. That, two of the things will usually is ratings or clicks. Yeah. Right. Exactly. He's yeah. doing this for clicks. Clicks. It, I don't benefit from clicks. I, all of my social media is an unpaid entity that. Uh, I, I don't benefit from other than um, I, I don't know what I, I guess helping spread our news content, sports content, that kind of thing. It's mostly good for interacting with people and and having an idea of how people feel. It, but it tracks man. that a Nebraska fan would use a not joke and think that's like still culturally have relevant. a blessed day. Yeah. Not <laughs> yeah, not joke from the nineties. It, it makes sense. Um, talking, let's use crap about fans of a college football team, all because one person choose to use the word slumming. Well, <laughs> you know, there's so many people. I know there are because we saw we saw them. We could read it that are like, yeah, Tom telling it like it is. Yeah. Let's get out of this Big Ten West slum here, and now we're going to play Ohio State and Michigan and USC. Penn State and USC. Let let. Uh, Programs that are worthy of playing Nebraska, we can get away from losing to Northwestern and Iowa every year and, and Wisconsin and all of those Big Ten West teams. Yeah, I, I do think Matt Rule will get this uh, turned around. I do think Nebraska is going to be a top 25 football program again. The, the national championship days are, are done. Yeah, they're, but not, they're never going to be what they were. They, they have too much money, and uh, they're 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 the number one story in the state of Nebraska. Not the number one sports story. No. Nebraska football is the king and queen of the state of Nebraska. There's no rivalry with anybody else in that state. There's no dispute about what's number one, what's top. It's not. I put it ahead of any interest in the state of Nebraska, including agriculture. Is Nebraska football? They've got all that money. NIL era, they do have a proud history. It's starting to get behind them quite a bit, but it is there. And the right coach will find a way to get them winning again. Would have been easier if still had the Big Ten West. <laughs> yes, absolutely would have been easier. Yeah, this will be harder, but they're, they're, they're going to win again. They're gonna, we've, we've said for years that they're going to eventually beat Iowa. Now it took... Seven years and the eight worst, years? And yeah. the worst Iowa offense of all time. But they did, they, they did, did win, and that did. is good for the rivalry. They it, kept yes. Iowa out of the Big Ten championship game. Thank you, <laughs> appreciate that. So I also, again, I'm having fun with this. Yeah. I'm not serious. I'm not all angry. It's just it's it's it it's jokey. It's it's fun with facts, but. Yeah, just the whole, uh, well, I know they're going to come at, well, who who won this year? You know, like I yes. coached the Hawkeyes or something. So kind of pointed yeah. out that, uh, hey, well, you I, did Iowa a favor. Yes. Kept them from another beating at the hands yes. of Michigan with that offense, with Iowa's offense. And uh, no Sam Laporta after the, what, opening minutes, no Cooper DeGene. Right. And, and essentially they just attacked the side of the field that Cooper DeGene would have been on to score. And yeah, you beat one of the the worst Iowa offenses in a long time. And that was like Nebraska's bowl game. Yes, it was. They're, they're excited, and, they, yeah, and I don't blame a, them. Again, yeah, more, it's power, be good. more power to them. I'm I'm glad that they uh, take a lot from that win. It wasn't that long ago where they fired coaches for just beating Iowa. Um, 
And yeah, I, I'm I'm not as sold on the Matt Rule stuff as everybody else seems to be, mostly because I've seen this play out before. Uh, I think he'll be I better. that out. I think he'll be better. It's like, yeah, you, hey, he's got good credentials, but like, like Scott Frost. They've already, what, six, eight months into this hire, have already kind of gone away, or at least the fan base has gone away from what Trev Albert said when they hired him, which was, like, we're not looking at national championships right now. We We need to build this thing back from the bottom. We need to He's get back right. to basics. We need to get a good offensive line. We need to get good fundamentals. And we need to start beating the teams in our own division before we start reaching for the stars again. The problem is, he's the only one who thinks that, it seems like. It, he's the only one that you hear from publicly. Yes. Like yes. We, bo- we both know Nebraska fans, and I know some Nebraska media members that are really nice, really Absolutely. smart, that live in the real world. Yes. The, every fan base, Iowa has these oh, fans. Yeah. I think they've been called Tavern Hawks. Yes. I don't know who coined that phrase. Uh, Cyclone fans have the Cyclone Jerry's of the world. You know, just yes. th- these fans exist everywhere. Yes, they do. I don't for a moment think this is Aaron Kiernan. You know, I, right. I, I know that most Nebraska fans aren't this way, but I just forgot how bad it could get. I don't think that that letter from BR. Uh, by the way, I wrote him back, yeah. and I, I just said, I just kind of answered that politely without any anger or anything. And, I'm not a and, POS. Invited him for a discussion, and I, I have not heard back. That was like three days ago. Uh, on Friday, I wrote to him and invited to have a phone conversation, um, or if he'd like to meet in person, I'd be willing to do that. I have not heard back from him. We'll, we'll see if I do. I don't think that letter matches Andy's famous voicemail. No, I don't think so. And maybe because it's the actual voice. Yeah, that could be. Or the guy. There's two. There's that. There's that Nebraska fan. But my favorite of all time is the uh, escalating funeral home director. Yes, that guy was pissed. Oh, and he just it, he started right. out calm, yep. and it just he keeps thought he was going. Hold it, and then he he just and by the end he's like low life mf. Yes, him. it's like a what about Bob <laughs> devolution from yeah, normal yeah. to just pissed. Yeah, it is. It it's something. It's something. All right, uh, the uh, RVTV tour was announced last yeah. night, so we'll be talking to you from the the road in the fall because you'll be here. I guess I will. Uh, oh. Monday. So the closest stop we've ever made, but in the what thirty years of RV TV, haven't been to Ankeny. So we're going to go to the district at Prairie Trail, which uh, a couple of my a couple of my boys work at this at parties all the time, like sips and stuff like that. I've never been to the district at Prairie Trail. Oh, it's a cool spot. You guys okay. are going to have a really good time there. Uh, people will come out. That's Labor Day, I think, right? It's so, Labor like, Day. Yeah, it's not a typical RV TV like town square type thing, but we've been told it's it, it's a really cool setup for like a celebration. Oh and yeah, fun. we've had um, they, they did a big chili contest a few years ago that iHeart was a big part of, and so we were out there. And I've been to a few events out there. It'll be it'll be set up really well for you guys. That that'll be cool. That's a cool area. Tuesday going to Jefferson. Uh, I I love Jefferson. I haven't been there. In a while, we have been there before RVTV, probably like 12 years ago. This is the spot where I was um, at a table having dinner after the 6 o'clock live with Jenny and my dad and an elderly lady came up and gave me a lap dance. And it was really uncomfortable. It sounds uncomfortable. And the, the owner of the place came over and quickly... 
removed her. She was nice. She was nice. She, I, it was. She's. I think being funny. Yeah, certainly in front of my dad, and she was. I think my dad's age. Uh, so maybe it was intended at him. I, I I don't know, but that. So you're going back. Going back. I love took, it. Took a while to get over that, but that that's a that's a great town square in a cool town, and now there's a casino. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Wild so, Rose. There you go. So that's that's up a notch. So we're gonna have to keep. Uh, we're gonna have to put like some kind of tracker on Ed. We have to put like we have to chip Ed. That's a cool place too. I've been up there for uh, back in the day. Fanatics broadcast up there. Yeah, it's, it seemed really like it cool... took you way too long to connect the dots to that. Yeah, it was. It did that did. just it took, hit you? It, like, it, oh it yeah, did. I've just been hit there. me. Oh, I've, I've been there. Yeah, <laughs> Wild Rose. Well, I think of I think of Wild Rose Casino. I don't think of the town of Jefferson. All right, we'll put that a, says more about me than them. We're gonna chip Ed when we get there Wednesday. Going to uh, Manson. First time in Manson. That is Elias Johnson's hometown. Oh, cool. And he is. Uh, uh, he's talked it up, so looking forward to that. Thursday, Humboldt, which is a Hall of Fame town stop. Um, first time there. Drank the town out of beer at 8 p.m. They had to start sending people to convenience stores to pick up <laughs> cases to restock the bars. Friday, Nevada for a game against a PCM via football Friday. The game is not in prime time, but we'll have the football Friday celebration. And then Saturday... If we can find a place to park the RV, and Iowa State's always been great to us up there, but they're, I mean, they're building side town right yeah, now. Yeah, a so, lot going on with that. Yeah, we, uh, they, they may ask us, is there any way you can all fit in like a Dodge Caravan or something? <laughs> sure. I yeah, I don't know. We're not sure where you can park here. It's going to be tight. Okay, Throwdown's coming up next. You want to play? You want to uh, have a little contest of Throwdown's? It's friendly, and... Um, We'd love to do it. 284-5966 if you'd like to field AD's questions. 284-KXNO to play a game of throwdowns on the Murph and Andy Show 106.3. It's time for throwdowns on the Murph and Andy Show. Let's throw it down. Murph, are you ready? I'm ready. We got a caller, Eli, ready to play with you. What's up, Eli? Not a whole lot, guys. What's going on? Just ready to do some throwdowns if you're ready. Murph, we'll start with you. Uh, A's fans are understandably upset that the team is likely headed to Vegas. What should A's fans in Oakland do? Stick with the team as they go to Vegas, root for the hometown Giants, or find a new team altogether? I think it's too painful to keep rooting for the team as it goes to Vegas. It'd be like rooting for your ex-wife and her new marriage. Uh, I I mean, not that you can't still hope she does well, but that you'd still be pining for her. I don't think that 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 works. Finding a new team altogether, proximity helps so much. I know this from from moving a couple of times in in my lifetime, how hard it is to stay in touch. So I think the answer for most should be root for the hometown Giants. You can go to the games, and I don't think there's the bitterness that exists in many uh, same-city rivalries in part because they're in different leagues. So I I think this is doable. Uh, Eli, how about you? Well, um, I'm kind of with him about the, uh, the proximity thing with the going out of going out of state. But I've been a Cubs fan and a Rams fan, and I've obviously waited for championships and followed them and followed them. So I guess if you're a true fan, you'll you'll be with them, you'll follow them. I was with you know as a as a Rams fan when they left St. Louis and went back to L.A. You know you follow them so. I think that you stick it out. Um, I guess if your team's your team, so 
that's where I'm kind of at on that one. It would be hard to just switch teams. It, yeah, no doubt. Uh, Murph, the Suns added Bradley Beal, creating a big three of Beal, Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker. Dan Patrick asked this poll question today. Next season, this, next season, the Suns will A, contend for a title, B, improve slightly but not enough, or C, take a step back? Ooh, I, th- I think they should contend for a title or improve slightly. We still need to know more, though. They're going to have so much tied up into these three salaries. We need to see like who's playing point guard, what else is there, but... Uh, they, they certainly with this with these three players should get better. Eli, uh, I, I, that was going to be my answer too. I think with those three guys, um, I think contending for a championship might be a stretch. Just Durant's not the young Durant that he used to be, and Beals will give him more scoring. Um, I think I think I think truthfully that they they should improve, but I think. Contending for a championship is is a stretch. Thank you, Eli. We appreciate you uh, you playing, man. Hey, Eli, I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, thank you, guys. Have a good day. Uh, you too. That's hour one of the Murph and Andy show. Coming up with uh, hour two, uh, trending Iowa will get us started. Some confusion over what Packers quarterback Jordan Love said. Yeah, I'm confused by that. Yeah, uh, we'll uh, try to straighten that out. I think we can. That's coming up, Hour 2, right here on 106.3 KXNO. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.